Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Doesn't it just seem like Bill O'Brien is destined to be the offensive coordinator here, Michael Irvin? Do y'all think y'all think that'd be good? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, but no, no, I'm not talking about from his ability to play. Uh, his ability to call, make calls and, and call games. I'm saying, do you think any of what happened in Houston carries with Bill? Yeah, that's a great question. Late night, WEEI, the second hour with KJ Carson, that is. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Happy Friday to you. Thanks for spending time here. You can be anywhere else, but you're here. That's Michael Irvin on Gresham Fourier um, saying, look, do you think that Bill O'Brien would be the best potential candidate to come to New England to be the offensive coordinator? To the fan base, yeah, because you know how it is here in New England. Oh, he's one of us. He was here 40 years ago. Bring him back. And I say, look at where the NFL is going in terms of the player and the temperament. Bill O'Brien, downfall in Houston was the disconnect between him and players. And so if you have a quarterback who openly several times challenged his coordinators or coordinator, whoever was doing Tweedle or Tweedle, whatever on television. And then you had former players speak out saying, "Eh, I'm not a fan of that. That's not really cool. People who are part of the culture. What makes you think, that Bill O'Brien wouldn't ride Mac Jones even harder, not so much in the sense of um, to make you better, but to kind of continue this test of kind of like, you've got to prove that you earn this. And that's why I said, look, if whoever's coming in as the offensive coordinator, I just feel I'm not, I'm not some reporter. I don't hang out at the locker room. I'd be like, hey, what do you know? I don't have the little press thing in the top of my hat when I'm there. Hey, kid, you know something? And they say, you know, you can't smoke in here. This isn't the 40s. But I've had these cigars ever since then. I mean, they're made here. Come on. What do you mean? No. 
I believe that part of the prerequisite for whoever the next offensive coordinator will be is that they are going to have the Patriots are going to have an open competition for the quarterback between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Even if it's Bill O'Brien. And my thing this is 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 out of all of this. When 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 Mac Jones was named an all pro, and I was like, you know, it's an alternate, and how many other guys said no? I think Lamar Jackson was one of the people who said, Thanks, but no thanks, I'm not going. And then there was another person who said, Thanks, but no thanks, I'm not going. And then it became Mac Jones. Then you started hearing the narrative that Mac Jones is an all pro. And I was like, hey, no, 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 no. Mac Jones is an alternate. He's not an all-pro. Coaches didn't vote him in. Players didn't vote him in. Maybe some fans voted for him. I mean, he was like number six in jersey sales across the league after his first year. So there was a popularity there with the fan base. You know how much of homers we are. Like, well, since Tom's not here, we're all going to vote for the number 10 jersey. But that other two-thirds that matter didn't come through. The players and the coaches. So while there may be this feeling from the fan base that Mac has earned it, the truth of the matter is, nah, he was kind of walked into it, which I've said has kind of been the narrative about Mac Jones all along. Walked into the job at, at Alabama because Jalen Hurts decided to transfer to Oklahoma. Tua was hurt. So he didn't beat out Tua, he didn't beat out Hurts, he just was walked into it. And then... By time it was for time for him to compete for the job, for someone to compete against for the job after Tua left. Well, Tua's younger brother left and went to Maryland. Transferred. So like like Mac Jones did not compete a bit against anybody. I mean, I forgot the kid's name that uh that's about to come out now was a freshman. So that really wasn't at play. Because that's not Nick Saban's style. It just put like a brand new high schooler just in there. Even Tua came in in the middle of the season when Jalen Hurts when he took over Jalen Hurts there. I think that Jalen Hurts ultimately will have the last laugh as a professional. And then when Matt came to the Patriots, you know, if you say that he beat out Cam Newton, it wasn't in the preseason games that you saw that. It was something that was determined in practice. Or at that doctor's visit that allegedly didn't set right between management and Cam. So, again... You know, Cam Newton started all three of those preseason games. Matt came in and played against third string and free agent guys. But he was made the starter. And the reason was because his thinking process, his his ability to progress and so forth and all that, he was able to show enough to get in there. But is it enough to sustain it? Here's Jeff Howe on the Pat's Interference Podcast, wondering if Mac's comments kind of hit a nerve with Bill Belichick about what's going on in terms of the coaching. When Mac said after a game that he wants to be coached harder, he's a guy who can handle hard coaching. I mean, he thrived for Nick Saban, Corky Rogers in high school. Like These are guys who are very difficult on their quarterbacks. But you see that, and I can't help but wonder if Belichick saw that as a slight. And since then, all these questions that you guys gave to Belichick about like committing to Mac or whether it was a starter and long term, whatever. And he just sort of was noncommittal. Like, I wonder if that was out of spite 
be going back to the coach Tartar comments. I, and I'm just speculating on that. Yeah, coached harder. Now, think about it. If you're coached hard in high school, the goal is to for that high school coach to establish or continue to establish either a pipeline or a relationship with the D1 coach. So, yeah, there's a there's an alternative, ulterior motive is I'm going to coach you hard because if I can get several of you guys coached up hard, I'm going to be in the college. I'm going to be in college ranks. That's always been the case. And then when you get to college, you're like, okay, how hard were you? You must not have been coached so hard that it showed up as you overthrowing or seceding or passing by someone who was ahead of you because that's what Tua did. So somehow Tua was able to pass Jalen Hurts, but Mac wasn't able to beat out Tua. So how hard are you coached? Sometimes, and I'm not saying this is the case with Mac Jones. But I think sometimes players, and the current one is is like, hey, I get to D1. If I get to a big D1 school that has a reputation and has relationships, then maybe that relationship could parlay me into somewhere in the NFL. And then after that, man, it doesn't matter who your back, who your backstory is. They pretty much every player on every NFL roster is probably the best player that ever played at their high school, ever. So they're nobody, nobody's special. Nobody's different because they're in the league. You're all there. It's, I mean, same thing with entertainment, even with movie, you know, movie stars. You know, if this guy makes 20 mil and that guy makes 20 mil. It doesn't matter who's better than the other. <laughs> They've, they're they in that pool. It's just a matter of how hard you work and how much your talent exceeds. Now, what this says to me is that, hey, Mac Jones has just been part of a very good relationship tree, right? Like, what are the odds that you're a quarterback at Alabama who, let's just call it what it is, that's really not two words associated with each other over the history of time, and Nick Saban, who's come up under Belichick, that you end up with that team. You remember at the draft, the whole talk was, hey, the reason why San Francisco had moved up to three was to go get Mac Jones. And they took a guy who I would say right now has not shown any more promise than Mac Jones. So why didn't, like, if you look at Brock Purdy right now, who was taken last, <laughs> last, could Mac Jones do what Brock Purdy's doing right now if he played for San Francisco? My answer is no. Because there has to be some type of instinct, kind of a third eye, uh, a guttural ability to change on the fly and not be overwhelmed because this wasn't in the book. <laughs> I guess in some in some sense, like, man, that dude is all book smarts, <laughs> no street smarts. I'm talking about Mac Jones. But with Brock Purdy, you're like, okay, this guy's got a little bit of street smarts. Why? Because he had to earn it. He's not even supposed to be there. He's not even supposed to be holding a clipboard. He's not supposed to, there was nothing that walked him up and said, I've had the best high school coach. I played for the best Grey Poupon college coach, and now I'm in the pros, and look at me. Oh, getting laid out on the ground. Meanwhile, Brock Purdy out there looking like the second coming of, of Brett Favre and Jimmy Garoppolo having a baby with a better arm than Garoppolo. And he's the last one picked. That's the stuff that Belichick likes. That's what Kyle Shanahan is smiling. He's like, 
Trey Lance who? <laughs> Jimmy who? If I could think, think, think about what bragging rights you would have if your Kyle Shanahan said, I took the very last guy in the draft who was a quarterback and made him into an NFL starter, and they led me through the playoffs. Now, I think the the road ends this week with Dallas. They're probably showing some things that, hey, they've seen enough on film. They know what they may want to do. They may be able to finally catch up to him. But still, Brock Purdy has won a playoff game. Mac Jones has not. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. All right, we'll continue this conversation on the quarterback situation with the Patriots plus the comments from Gronk about the New England fan base. That's all still to come. But right now, it's time to trend with Stiz. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Oh, I can't wait to hear these Gronk comments, KJ. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I was hearing about that, but I haven't actually heard them. All right, the NFL Divisional Round kicks off tomorrow at 4.30 with the Jaguars taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't forget, all of the NFL Divisional Round games can be heard right here on WEEI, so keep it locked. The Patriots reportedly interviewed Bill O'Brien on Thursday for their offensive coordinator opening, the first step toward what many believe would be a necessary reunion here in New England. The Celtics beat the Warriors last night in Boston, 121-118. to They have the night off tonight. Return to action tomorrow night when they take on the Raptors, tip-off at 5 p.m. And the Boston Bruins are off until Sunday night when they return to the ice to play the San Jose Sharks. Puck drops at 7 p.m. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah. Late Night. W-E-E-I, it's KJ, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Get back to this QB conversation. Some pretty interesting things said from Jeff Howe, plus uh, Michael Irvin, you'll hear from here shortly as well, uh, from some of his comments here on W-E-E-I earlier this week. Then, of course, we'll play Would You Rather More Likely To Either Or. I don't think we've we've ever played it on a Friday. It's called Rotating Your Records here on Late Night. Uh, But let's go to text line 37937. What you got, Stiz? So a couple texters texting in, KJ, from the, where is this, the 401. You were talking earlier about, you know, what concerns people had for the Bruins and the Celtics moving forward. Yeah. Uh, People texted in saying that they're concerned about pasta for the Bruins and Tatum turnovers as far as the Celtics go. Yeah, pasta. Yeah, that, that, when you're talking about the toughness in the playoffs, like, we don't want to be able to see you do this absolute beautiful nutmeg or something like that. Like, if you need to put someone in the boards, put them in the boards. Make a statement. You know, if that's what you got to do. So, yeah, the finesse portion, I think that's the situation with pasta, is that you worry about the finesse would seem to be more important than the grit of the playoffs. That happened with that Islander series a couple years ago. And Tatum and the turnovers, I would put Brown in that, that category as well. Like, even in last night game, uh, Tatum had seven turnovers. That is that's not acceptable even against like the Wizards or the Magic or any of those fantasy teams that they have in the NBA. They t- all tend to suck. Wizards, Magic, uh what else? Uh Rockets. <laughs> all things that seem to go up come down. Yeah, so I totally agree. All right, next text. Oh, that's the last thing. Yeah, no, text. I kind of combined like Oh, you could <laughs> see yeah, that's what you did. You combined so. two of them on me. I'm like, I think it's, you know, it's just I thought it's one text. I mean, what very, very well that you put a very conjunctive word in there, and without even me picking it up, and and that you know what threw me off is because they both come from the same area code. That's, yeah, that's they were the both throw. coming from the four hundred one. Okay, perfect. So yeah, so yeah, thank you so much for those comments and anytime here on late night. I like I said, I appreciate you. You know, this tends they call this the ghost hours. I'm like, well, you know what, boo. <laughs> Except for I do boo with a little more personality. So if you're just joining, I've been talking a little bit about the Patriot situation and really saying that, hey, look. We're bringing in this new offensive coordinator. If it's Bill O'Brien, how do you not know that Bill O'Brien doesn't go Sergeant Joe Judge on Matt on uh, on 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 Mac Jones? And now you're back at square one. Like it wasn't about like Patricia not knowing anything. It might have really been about like how you talk to me. And then you heard Jeff Howe just moments ago from his podcast saying he was wondering if when Mac Jones made the comments about wanting to be coached harder. Did it kind of touch Bill's third rail, which like no one does no one's done that. And that's why I think when you had people like Vince Wolfork coming out and, and Edelman coming out saying they weren't really a fan of all the emotional outbursts from Mac, I think it was kind of a defense of the culture that had been built up for all these years. That these guys have won championships. These guys know what it's what it's to lose in an AFC championship. 
These guys know what it's like for every team to come gunning for them. Now you kind of do have this new kind of player with kind of like, I deserve to be here, and there's nothing wrong with the power of positive thinking. Trust me, that stuff is good on books on tape when you go to sleep. It feeds the subconscious. But when you've got men in that locker room who've been in the league eight, nine years, that's why it's not unusual This you know, reports of Matthew Judon trying to recruit Aaron Donald to come, which <laughs> I don't know if this is kind of be, becoming funny to Judon or if he's like really, really serious because it didn't work last season. But these guys, you know, they're like, you know, I might have a year or two left in this league and I came here to win a championship under a championship caliber organization. Possibly the best run organ, one of the be- top three best run organizations in the entire league. So sometimes, you know, we know in this industry, sometimes you want to go work for people that have compassion about what you do. And sometimes you may have a different culture that allows for that to be afforded to you, right? Very rarely do you hear any former Patriots that did something have anything negative to say about their time with the Patriots inside of the culture. Very few. We're, let's just call it none that made any type of difference. Maybe Asante Samuel sometimes has some things to say. But now you hear these thoughts of like, gosh, Mac is barking at management. And I'm like, whoa. Not 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 the Mac Jones who was a alternate selection for the Pro Bowl, but one who may believe that he's a Pro Bowler. I'm a, I'm a Pro Bowl QB. And so here's more of Jeff Howe on, okay, well, what are the other options outside of Mac? If you move on from Mac, like, where do you improve at the position? And you look and you can say, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to turn this into like a six hour Tom Brady debate, but you look at what's out there. It's Tom Brady, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, it's Derek Carr. And then, you know, you get a little more, like, I don't, is Derek Carr necessarily an improvement over, over Mac Jones? I, I don't know. It depends on what your offensive system is going to look like. Uh, the Raiders are moving on from him for a reason. And you know the Raiders pretty well. Yeah. Um, Garoppolo, you know, if Brady doesn't go to the Raiders, I would expect the Raiders to pay for Garoppolo. Are you going to get into a bidding war for Garoppolo? And all of a sudden you go from a quarterback on a rookie contract to a quarterback making $35 million a year. You know, that's a massive philosophical debate. Do you try to get more creative and say, hey, you know what? Maybe they're going to move on from Trey Lance. Do you send Mac Jones to... Well, I don't know. Let's say the Raiders strike up. Let's say Garoppolo Okay, you can goes. stop it. You can stop. Yeah, because this is, you know, I don't want to hear the book report. Let's just break it down like this. You don't bring back Jimmy Garoppolo because you don't know what you're getting and after the injury. And he's going to want money, 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 because he took the deal. He took the hometown deal and the restructure, like $7 million this year. So that's out because Jimmy's going to break the bank, and he knows how bad they need a quarterback. Tom Brady, no. This is literally like going to the nightclub and seeing both of your ex-girlfriends from 10 years ago. And you're really suddenly going to get sparked? (laughs) I mean, Brady would be ideal in some people's minds, but let's just call it what it is. It's a 46-year-old guy that did not look good in his very last game, and this team is worse than the one he left when he left. I think it comes down to Bill being able to maintain control and says, you know what? Going into camp, Bailey Zappi versus Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones is going to have to finally earn it. 
617-779-7937, text line 37937. Stiz, before we take the caller, let's play the comments from Gronk about the fan base and how his emotions were while he's here in New England. But a, a regular season game, you know, with the Patriots, actually, uh, you know, throughout my 20s, if we won a game, the next day it felt like we still lost the game. And if we lost the game, it felt like you were in super depression for like two days at, um, at the Patriots or like for the whole week. So, you know, so that's what made you really want to win the games when you were with the Patriots yeah. because you didn't want to ever feel that depression feeling for like the two days after the game. You're like, we have to win the game. We, you know, we have to win the game. So we have a good week. So we feel good tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, I used to do that too sometimes, you know, you know, put my head down and, and be all sad and stuff. But it's like, you know, the other team gets paid as well. You know, they're, they're the best athletes in the world as well. Yeah. yeah. What Gronk is doing there is blurring the two lines between inside the building and the general sense, because that is true. You know, a team, the Patriots can win and there could be a conversation of like, oh gosh. Like, if they do that again next week, they're going to get clobbered by 20. And if they lose, let's be honest, it helps pay our bills. But I think with Gronk was because he loved to, and here's the the thing, you got to do the fancy stuff and the fun stuff and the frat boy stuff, all that you wanted to. You're literally kind of the guy that was allowed to get away with it. And yet now that seems, seems like that's still not enough. We had so much sympathy for Gronk when he had the tears, you know, when he came out with a CBD uh, product and everything, and just, you know, like there was an empathy for him. And now suddenly it's kind of like, okay, now you have negative things to say about a place that pretty much lets you be a frat boy in a culture that nobody really shines like that. I mean, for God's sakes, you've dented one of the Lombardi trophies bunting a baseball. But you're talking about like all the feelings I had when we lost and we felt like it was like, Three days, and if we won, it felt like we'd lost for two days. Yeah. Let's go to Brian and Holbrook. Brian, thanks so much for calling Late Night. You're on WEEI. Hey, how's it going? So, yeah, I just wanted to call in real quick. You know, uh, before you played the Gronk clip, you know, you were talking about kind of the modern athlete like Mac Jones and the, yeah. and the system here and sort of uh, how guys like Will Fork and Edelman were defending the culture. And yeah. I, I remember reading the Will Fork comments, and I think Will Fork's 100% genuine but it does tie in with the Gronk comments. I think that really towards the end of this dynasty, uh, 2017, 2018, 2019, a lot of guys were set up with, with, with how much, uh, you know, of a, of a stickler Belichick is. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. Amendola had comments in the door out. I remember uh, Edelman posting different things with Guerrero, you know, when he was getting, like, treatment from him and Gronk right. got treatment from him and, so I think that um, Gronk definitely, uh, I don't think he's telling the exact full uh, truth or story about it was time here. He was allowed to be a, a goofball and a party animal, but they did mess around with him on the contract a lot. And yeah. I do think that there is some validity to his feelings. Um, and I think that's why Brady, you know, at the end of the day, you know, ended up leaving, you know, Bill didn't want him, but I think Brady was fed up with a lot of it. I think that the culture here got broken down around the Eagles Super Bowl, yeah. and without Brady and these established veterans, it's been hard to get back. When Will Fork was in his prime here, and those guys, absolutely, I think they respected the process, and I could see why a tie law, Vince Will Fork, 
doesn't like what Mac Jones is saying. Mm. But it's not like, you know, there wasn't issues towards the end of this dynasty run with Bill. And I think that Bill's got to learn to play with the current modern athletes. And it's I'm not be saying Mac Jones is our thing, because he hasn't played that well. I'm just saying that Kronk, Edelman, Edelman's all pro Patriot now, but he had issues at the end, too. So I, yeah. I just wanted to chime in with my thoughts on that. Hey, Brian, thanks for the call. Before you go, let me ask you real quick if he's still there. Is he still there? Yeah, he dropped. Sorry. Okay, no worries. Um, and, Brian, you can, answer your, you can ask yourself this as you're driving. Thanks again for the call. Do you believe that at some point there were two factions inside of the Patriots' castle? The Brady faction and the Belichick faction. Because my one of the things I said when I first got to the station two years ago is the reason why, because when I got here, I want to say it was right at the time where Brady decided to leave. And I said, hey, look, you can't have two kings in the castle. It will never work. It might have worked for a while because, hey, this king over here named Tom can get me players to come play here on the offensive side of the ball where I know I can still get defensive guys to come play here. I think it clashed when, if you remember how it seemed like, uh, you know, Brady and Akil Harry aren't really kind of sticking like, you know, you know, white on rice too much. They're not really connected because, you know, King Tom was kind of checked out. And, yes, I totally get that. And I was one who believed that all those years of hometown discounts, all those time, all those years of restructuring deals, to really ask for now what is a what was is a sub level contract that Tom was looking for, I think that's kind of rubbed a lot of guys the wrong way. Because if Tom can be told no, then how other people treat it. Like if you really want to see how they thought about Gronk on the way out, they always hit you with player for a sixth rounder. Like. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, we'll just take a sixth rounder for him. Because you remember, Gronk was still under contract, but wasn't playing. He wanted to go to Tampa. You remember the television commercial that uh, that Brady and Gronk did that they actually had to edit out portions of it. They played it later saying that, hey, they were on the phone talking about linking up, but Gronk was still under contract. I don't know if you remember this. 617-779-7937. KJ, late night, WEEI. Let's go to Chris Collin from Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, thanks for calling WEEI late night. You're on the air. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sorry it comes to this, but uh, I'm disappointed in Gronk. He didn't need to uh, blast another NFL player. And uh, Gronk chooses to uh, uh, do those uh, inane, offensive uh, commercials for uh, uh, that uh, insurance company. Well, you know what I think, so from a writer's perspective, you know what I think ends up happening with those USAA commercials? Like, I think at the end of the day, Gronk ends up marrying a girl whose family was in the military, and he finally is able to get the discount. I hate to spoil probably the ending. Well, (laughs) you know, in the meantime, he he makes uh, light of special needs people, and it's offensive to many people with special needs uh, people in their family, and it's horrible. Can you mention the comments okay. that he made, or because I'm, I'm I'm kind of lost on that part? What did he well, say? Here, here's the thing. First of all, it's the commercials; they're offensive, and Triple A shouldn't do them. But secondly, Gronk uh, going after uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is is weak, weak, real weak. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah, Chris, thanks for the call. P A in the house. Yeah, you know. 
Gronk already has to be kind of your cup of tea. And sometimes when you've been the life of the party and nobody's calling you to the party anymore, the wrestling thing didn't work out, you're not seeing him on network television doing football stuff, you might kind of be like, okay, like what, you know, what is it? Like when you're still talking about like, yeah, I might still come back like a couple years later. He's reaching for sure. Yeah. You know, I will still have some type of empathy for him, but I don't know if I'm sympathetic for him. And, you know, as the previous caller mentioned that, you know, maybe some of the, some of the, the big time discipline stuff that goes on was rubbing on some of the guys who've been there for years. But one would say, you know, hey, even though we know that you're different than the others, if we outwardly say that you can get away with doing this, but young guys who are ready to do it right away can't, I lose the locker room. I I lose everything in terms of control. And that's what I've always said has been the kind of the underlying theme with Belichick and what's going on with the team right now. It's, It's kind of a little bit of about control. I don't think it was very. I don't think it was a very joyous phone call about like, you know. Okay, we sent you know the craft sent out that message to the fan base and the ticket holders about we're actively doing something. (laughs) I'm not signing that bill. (laughs) I'm not gonna put my name on that. Sure, that bill was kind of reminded that he has bosses, and so that there's the new transition for him. Right? We talked about would Mac progress or regress. This past season, this next season is about will Bill kind of operate like he has a boss when he's been operating as the boss? That I wouldn't be surprised if someone says, above Bill, we're going to make this move. It may not be what you spent before, but this is what I want to see on my team. Yeah, you coach my team, but it's my team. And that could be a dairy. Then now you're suddenly saying, oh, do we have a new two kings in the castle situation? It'd be very interesting. All right, Stiz, you've never played this game before that we're about to play. It's a lot of fun. Stiz has three questions for me. And those who follow the show, like, I don't expect anybody to listen for the whole two hours. If you do, I need to talk to management, be like, hey, you, you guys need to put more in my paycheck. But if you're here like 16 minutes at a time, that's cool. You may not catch everything. So it's called, would you rather more likely to either or? It's three questions in one. Head it, Stiz. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, you, you rather more likely to uh-huh. either or I ask of you? Da-da. Would you, you, you rather more likely to? Either or I ask of you. All right. Three questions. Would you rather more likely to happen than either or? They can be in anything, sports, life. Here we go. All right, KJ. Are you ready? Your first question would be a would you rather. All right. So would you rather have Bill Belichick hire Bill O'Brien as an offensive coordinator Mm -hmm. or... A young gun, first-time coordinator on the field. Huh. Belichick hire Bill O'Brien as OC or a young gun, first-time coordinator among the field like Keenan McCardell, uh, Jack Haley, who's already right there in-house. Um, other names I think are still uh, Sean Jefferson with Arizona's name has come up. I would go with the young gun, first-time coordinator because if Bill is really about control... 
he would still be able to have control over the offensive coordinator, especially if they're a first-time person. And if you don't really want to let Matt Patricia go from the offensive side of the board, the, the ball, remember, you never named Matt Patricia the offensive coordinator. So you might still be able to have Matt Patricia as an assistant under an offensive coordinator and Matt Patricia being able to get his game up calling plays and Bill would still be in charge of that versus if Bill O'Brien comes in, how do you go to Bill O'Brien and suddenly say, oh, yeah, and Matt Patricia's still going to be on your side? He's like, well, I, I, I asked for that. <laughs> so I would go with the young gun first-time coordinator because it would do two, two things. It would still give Bill that control that he really ultimately wants. And two, if Mac Jones doesn't take, you'll say, well, look, we gave you the old school way. We gave you the new school way. You couldn't take to either schools, so class is dismissed. All right, next one. All right, second question. Who is more likely to play 20 games at short this year for the Red Sox? (laughs) Bobby Dahlbeck or Kike Hernandez? Ooh. You know, they tried Bobby at short and didn't look too bad last year. And here's the crazy thing about Bobby Dahlbeck if you put him at short. Now you can have the shortstop that hits for like 205, 210, but they've got a little bit of pop. (laughs) Okay, that's not funny to some people. But look, I think it's going to be... Uh, Kike Hernandez, especially with the acquisition of Ta, uh, Tilapia from Toronto, who's now with a minor league organization, he'll make it to the majors. And so now you have the off the outfielders extended and you have someone who could play center field considerably on the regular. So I think Kike Hernandez is going to be moved to short, um, probably for the duration of the season, instead of the Red Sox trying to go find uh, a shortstop that's not going to be high quality, but that shortstop is probably going to say, okay, well, I know you need a shortstop, and you don't know if Trevor Story is going to be ready in a year. You don't know what those type of injuries, what they'll look like. They can come back looking like Chuck Knobloch in terms of trying to throw the ball. So they may ask for two years, and you wouldn't want to necessarily commit to a second year on a contract on a shortstop that really can't hit. So I think it's going to be Kike Hernandez playing more than 20 games at short. It's probably going to be for the majority of the season. All right, Ooh, next. I like it. Okay, your third and final question, KJ. We saved the best for last. Okay. And unfortunately, there are no lifelines in this okay. game. So, it's up to you. Here we go. Right. Your family is being held hostage, and to release them, you have to do one of the following. Oh, boy. Would you either buy a front row ticket to watch a 65-year-old Madonna gyrate in skimpy outfits on stage for three hours? <laughs> or... Uh-huh. Loan your phone to Antonio Brown for a long weekend. Oh, 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 wow. Either go watch Madonna and her 65-year-old over-muscular, super hyped up. What is it? I don't even, even know what, what injections. It's it's not Botox. It may be like, uh, it might be Bojangles that she's, I don't know what it is. Seeing her gyrate, this must mean I have like a front row, oh, like holiday. Oh, you're right up close. If we took a holiday. Like, oh my gosh, would she do like a virgin in a dress? Oh no. Like, that's where I would hope she would do like like a virgin in a pantsuit. Touch for the 700th time, you know. Um, I would loan my phone to Antonio Brown for a three-day weekend. Now, of course, I'd probably have to scrub that number, contact everybody, be like, yo, that wasn't me. My phone was hacked. That's that would My phone was hacked this weekend. Antonio Brown had a hold of it. I would rather him have my phone for three days over the weekend and 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 say, look, that ain't even me. I'll, I'll even prove that isn't even me versus having to see Maj- because what if Madonna pulls me on stage 
and tries to do like a prayer on me. <laughs> well, she forces a kiss on you like she did oh, to Drake. Oh, see, that's the thing. Like, Madonna's doing this show just to see if she can catch, like, 20 guys. Like, like I just need it so bad. It's like, no. You, like, if Madonna was in that 80, 80 for Brady movie, I would say Madonna would be the grandmother out of all of them. She would be, like, the 180 for Brady because I... She has not aged well at all. Oh, gosh. KJ, late night, W-E-E-I. That is Would You Rather More Likely To Either Or. The show wraps next here on W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for being here. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Late Night. WEEI. KJ Carson, thank you so much for hanging out. Remember, follow on Twitter at KJ Carson at WEEI. And if you don't have the app, get that on your phone. It makes it real easy to check out the station. Plus, if you're out of the area, and, and that's the funny thing, you go other places in the country, and suddenly you have the conversation. Oh, no, wait, you're from Boston? And then you kind of do a little chin check, you know, to see if this is a person who kind of like, you know, lives on the other side of, uh, you know, Smithfield, Rhode Island, something like that. You're like, you live in Boston, really? I had that happen to me one time at the airport stairs. She's like, oh, I live in Boston as well. I was like, oh, yeah, where? She's like, Fall River. Yeah, that happens kinda, a lot, yeah. You give, him, you give him the Larry David stare, and you try not to be like, uh, that's not Boston. Like, like I live in Waltham, you know, like, and I'm not, and I'm going to tell you I live in Waltham, you know, like, I'm not, and like, I just, I go past two signs and I'm in Boston, you know, like. <laughs> People who really live in the Boston city limits really take that personally. Yeah, because you know what it is, is you don't have, and even my wife jokes about this is, you know, when you're living inside what I call the nucleus, inside of 128, right? You don't really see, like, your box stores, your retail chains. Everything is in front of you. Like, you know, like, there might be, like, a a chain restaurant, and it's, like, on top of somebody. It's, like, and there's a house above it. (laughs) Like, somebody's got to live above this chicken place. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, or, like, I didn't know anybody lived in this building until I pulled it to its parking lot. You know, like, oh, it extends back like that? I had no idea people live here. Um, Tonight, if you missed any of the show, uh, we talked about the Celtics and the Bruins are really in charge of the emotional heartstrings for the fan base going into the postseasons coming up because it's going to be, Bruins may be looking at uh, having to go through Tampa and Carolina just to get to the Stanley Cup. And that kind of is one of those like, ooh, prayers, because you got an older team and you might even face Washington in opening round, so that can be kind of brutal, and for the Celtics, they may be looking at the 76ers in the second round and then the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it, I guess the whole purpose of it is, like, give them their flowers now. You know, there'll be things to be concerned about down the road, but, like, no reason to kind of scream and boo like they did at the town hall for the Red Sox. Oh, my God. And John Henry and, and Hein Bloom were there. Look, I'll, I'll say this about so- I'll say this to Sox fans, look. I know we can get riled up in our emotions and feelings, but you had to know 
that the team wasn't really going to be that good this year. Why? Because the team wasn't that good last year. And I, I, I've said, look, Heim, because I've, I've, called, I've given Heim jive turkeys. I've done song parodies about him, you know, about the team. There was one that was a call up from, uh, well, one of them was, um, the parody pretty much said that, you know, thank God that Worcester can be, can be reached in a drive because, hey, if you see something going wrong in, in the second inning, you might be able to get someone up from Worcester before the seventh inning starts. <laughs> is, is he here? All right, just throw him in a jersey. You don't have to sew a name on, just throw him in there. Look, it's been bad. And I think 24 would be the year where you would have to say, okay, now is when you put the, the, the light to the, when you put the, the match to the, to the gasoline when it comes to what's being decided. Right? Like, what are the moves for the 24 season? Because this year, you know, like when you just lost Xander, and I know that's emotional, and you signed Devers, but man, people were just letting them have it. And I get it. I get it. But some of it is kind of contrived. I've said, you know, for for those who say they won't go to a game, there are four people waiting to to be in that seat that you were going to sit in. (laughs) This isn't 1966. And a ballpark today, a reported 4,000 people. Nobody's here. What do you think they're doing? They're all watching Celtics games again on this new thing they've invented over in Cambridge called a VCR. Yeah, the team's going to be what it is. But, you know, going after Henry and Heinblum like that and yelling at him and everything, is that really, what does that really accomplish? War, what is it good for? That's what I ask about when people are like, what, what is war really good for? All right, have a great weekend. Remember, all the playoff games will be here on WEEI. You can hear them as you're getting chores done. I will talk to you again Monday night, 10 p.m. Thank you, Stiz, for your incredible work. I appreciate you, brother. See ya! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.